listening to Jan Talk. Go. We in the jungle, baby. Number one. This that gin talk, this that gin talk, this that sit down gin to make you zen talk. This that gin talk, this that gin talk, this that take a shot gin my best friend talk. This that gin talk, this that gin talk, this that sit down gin to make you zen talk. This that gin talk, this that gin talk, this that take a shot gin my best friend. It's the Gentile Podcast with your boy, Mike J. It's me and Trav today. Everybody else, they're busy right now, but they will come back on the next episode. Today, we got a very, very, very special guest with us. We got the one and only, Mr. The Author, Larry Smith. How you doing, sir? Um, doing all right, man. Uh, doing good. That's good. That's good. Good. We happy to have you. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Now, the, um, now you got a film coming out. Um it's called The Other Side of Um Ecstasy. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm looking at the description of it and everything. It is it, it's just like wow. That it go through all that and still have the redemption to do, you know what I'm saying, have come back from that, which is hard to do, and you're sitting here with us right now talking. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not very many people can look at it from that point of view because you know, no experience is like the person who experienced it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, this is the best way I can, you know, get someone to see what I went through without them actually seeing what happened by making a movie and writing a book, you know? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, so, like, this, get... is, this is like, oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, like, are we, um, so let's give a back, give a back story on how you got to this point. Like, how do you, how did this story come about? Like, I know this was a, a traumatic experience. Like, can you get a little backstory on, like, what's, what, like, what inspired you to write this book and produce this movie? Well, what inspired me to write it is because, you know, the the whole the whole ordeal when it happened to me in two thousand and four, uh, it was like, it was a phase in my life that I never want to experience <clears throat> again ever. It was, it was actually the worst. It's actually the worst part of my life ever that I've ever experienced. And basically, you know, in 2004, I was living in a military town in Killeen, Texas. And, yeah. you know, uh, long story short, I was living with some roommates and one of the guys, you know, you know, told me about ecstasy and he, you know, he was like, he pretty much hyped it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, in other words, peer pressure, you know, and I just went looking for it that night after I came from the club and, you know, I went home and took it and, you know what I'm saying? Everything changed after that. You know what I'm saying? That I feel like that is the real uh mechanism of the matrix that I that I went through because you know, one pill changed everything. Mm. Yeah. 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 Wow, that yeah. like I'm glad, like I said, happy you, you um bounce back from it. Like like yeah. you said it's it's the it's one of the worst pretty, pretty much the darkest part of your life. So like it's good like you like it seemed like with the book and did that um inspire you to start writing and get into um writing books and writing um movies and stuff like that did that inspire you yeah actually you know i didn't write the book 
until years later, you know what I'm saying? And then after I did the book, I just realized after I, after I did the movie, I just did, I, I realized that, man, I actually been, you know, promoting, not promoting, but trying to get people to finance and produce this movie and help me do it for nine years straight before, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like nine years. And I just, and that just dawned on me after I finished filming the movie two months ago. I say, man, because I remember, I remember myself going here in Houston, going in different Starbucks, walking around with a with a with a business card, you know, that I created myself because I do everything myself, and I'm walking around asking people, you know, you know, what I'm saying, hey, do you, you know, you want to help me uh, produce this film? And, you know, it's a film of my life, and you know, it really all it really all came down to what we all must do when we want to do something. I did it myself. I did it all myself. I put up, I put up all the little money I had. I put it up, you know, and um, I didn't have a lot of money. I didn't shoot that. This is a, this is what you call a low budget film, but you know, I don't, I don't look at it like that. I look at it like, you know, what I'm saying something is big to me because it's my story. But I got it. But it's a message that lies in the story, and the message is pretty much for people who are struggling with the terminology mental health, like. That is a, a real battle today that is so strong on people that if you talk about it, you might get laughed at. You will get laughed at. And that's yeah. hard to deal with. I know some that's hard to deal with. You know, I, I went through all that, you know, being depressed. And, you know, before I was writing, I was I was depressed for almost three years straight on pills. And, oh, you know, all I ever encountered was my people around me. You know what I'm saying? Looking at me like I like I was nothing because I, I wasn't able to function and, and socialize with people around me. That's a that's a world that will make you kill yourself if you don't bear with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and yeah. I had to encounter all that. And so I feel like I feel like God, you know, Allah, you know, I feel like God it got me on a path where he wants me to not help. He wants me to save people who are afraid to talk about what they're going through, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's did a very you touchy like, set. Yeah. Oh, Liz. So did you like, um, did you seek in on counseling or therapy during that time? <clears throat> yeah, I did on and off. Uh, you know, I, I seeked a lot of counseling and, you know, uh, I went through different ones and I had to feel my way, which one, which one works for me, which one wants to, listen to me and stuff like that so you know after being diagnosed with schizophrenia in 2006 that's when all of this you know medication and all that started and then you know after after those after some years I started uh finding my little niche and I started writing poetry in 2010 and then after I started writing poetry I just some just told me man I was writing poems and some just said turn this into a book. And then before you know it, after so many poems, I started visualizing my face on back of a book. And before you know it, I published it. And as soon as I published my poetry book, everything changed for me. My mindset changed after I saw my face on a book. That's mm -hmm. why I wrote a book called The Power of Achievement. It's a, I got an audio book called The Power of Achievement because when I wrote my book and see my face on it, it changed my whole mindset. Like it's not, it, it was nothing no one could tell me that I couldn't do, you know? 
Yeah, that was like, this is the same as, like, you know, when the saying people complete 99% of what they write down. Like, once you, once you envision something, you write it down, you see it all. They keep you through it, get, get you through it. Like, um, and going back to the mental health, like, I work, well, I work in mental health, so mm-hmm. when, when people, like, you say when people, like, you give some, you, you give uh, people who struggle with the same thing something to, um, look up to like uh, something to aspire towards. Like a lot of people suffering. I see people suffer from it every day. So do you do any like, like go to like, I don't want to say this like as as in a preaching way. Do you minister to like people who like suffering from mental health? Like you go back like I would. This is my yeah. story. This is what I did to help me. Um, yeah. maybe you should like helping 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 them with find their niche. Yeah, uh, well, that's 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 the underlying message and what what I'm doing with the movie. And it's like I haven't got a chance to be hands on with people yet, but I I was like I I take pride in saying this. But the, the the clinic that I was getting medication from for so long and going to, they ended up hiring me a few years ago, and I started working yeah. for them. And um, but you know I didn't get a chance to work too long with people, but I I got a I got a feel of what it was like. And I I want to do that again, but I I'd actually like to I'd actually like to be in a you know an actual hospital setting, you know what I'm saying, and working with them, working with people, and being one on one with them, so I can you know really you know touch touch bases with them and, and let them know how what helped me get to where I'm at. Hmm. And nowadays, people taking drugs and all that stuff. A lot of stuff was being laced and stepped on and everything. Uh, yeah. I can remember a time where I did marijuana and I had, I think, an episode of uh, panic attacks. I didn't know what was wrong with me, but I just know my mindset was changed after that. And, yeah. and, and trust me, and I can feel what you're saying about getting medication and all that stuff. Yeah. It's, a, it's a dark road. It's a dark road. But mm-hmm. do you feel like um, once that happened, what were the, all the obstacles you had to go through just to get back to? Because I know there was days you just like, I don't feel right. I just don't feel me. I don't feel like I'm in control of something. Has that ever occurred to you when you was going through those episodes? Very much so. Early, early on in my in the stages of when it first happened, but I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sit up here and, and you know, I'm not gonna sit up here and, and, and just throw that to the side. I have to say it. A lot of a lot of a lot of my family, you know, around me, they didn't understand me. And I, I had to deal with a lot of I had to deal with a lot of negativity because when you start when you go through something real drastic and then you come out of it and you start building yourself up and you become an author, man, you finna get a lot of criticism from people who saw you go through that because they they don't know how to accept that transition that you did. And it's yeah. like they they have a very negative mindset. And it's like that's been my biggest fight with me. You know what I'm saying? Like getting people to understand, like, okay, I'm not, I'm I'm just, I don't know how else to put it, but Anybody can take it this way, but I'm not, I'm not how you see me. That's just how I move. I'm not how you yeah. see me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No matter how you see me is is not is it doesn't doesn't uh how you see me doesn't doesn't control how I move, how I how I deal, I handle myself. It doesn't True. mean that I can't do something because you see me one way. No, I have a mindset where if I see something and, and I and envision and I want it. I'm not gonna go to nobody and ask them, can I do it? I'm gonna do it, you know, and I'm gonna get there. Yeah. A lot of people need to do that because you know, when you try to go on a course or go a a different lane, you know, yeah, you're gonna have people, yeah. you're gonna have family, 
family wants you to stay in the little slow lane when you want to go to the fast lane. And so they really want you to stay in the slow lane because you're going to be safe. But sometimes in life, you got to take risks. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. But yeah, so um, I understand you was doing the um, book. So do you, um, I don't know if you want to get into it. Do you, um, because I took Xanax before it had, what are the medications um, did you take or did you have like a trouble like some medications that didn't make you feel good or made the symptoms worse? Yeah, and, and I, I call that little phase of trial and error. And you're going to go through that with every medication. And But the thing is, your body has to get used to the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Your body yeah. has to get used to the right thing. It's like a, you got to find the right match. You know, and once you find the right match, you know, it, it'll put you on a straight straight path, you know, but you still going to deal with uh, side effects. And, and, and the thing is, I, I haven't figured out how to get around that. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, uh, you know, it's nothing wrong. Also, it's nothing wrong with trying to, you know, take an all natural path too. you know, you know, what yeah. I mean? oh, yeah, yeah. An all yeah. natural yeah. path, because, you know, all I've ever encountered was the the uh the the psychosis and the, the antipsychotics and the medicine but you know as far as like taking a natural path natural step well, I mean what could go wrong you know all, all what's the worst thing that could happen you figure it out and it helps you you know what I'm saying but the thing about going naturally is if you're not disciplined and consistent consistent you're wasting your time whatever yeah. you're taking whatever you're doing you got to be consistent you know yeah yeah that was anything yeah mm -hmm. got to be consistent yeah. So like, yeah. like we're going like, well, yeah, that, I think that with the me like the medication version too, because I kind of like I have worked in different facilities. Like once people get like once they get well enough to get back out, start living their normal life, they stop. A lot of people start taking the meds all together, and they they relapse and start having. Uh, they might start off as a small episode yeah. one day, about two weeks later, another mm -hmm. episode. Then they get back full-blown full, full blown to what they were before they got the help they needed. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I did that uh, early on. I, I, had, I was going through those stages, getting out and feeling comfortable. For a long time, I was like, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I, I, I never, I never, I'm not going to say I never believed in the medicine, but I, I just wasn't consistent with it as I am today. Like, I take it every single day because I know that if I, if I miss it, I know what's going to happen, you know. You know, so. Do you think um society has a bad stigma on people with schizophrenia? Uh, I think, um, yeah, I think, you know, just to, yeah, I, absolutely. Absolutely. I think some people take a liking to it and some people, you know, uh, feel like, you know, they feel like, you know, uh, for some people, they feel like, you know, if they see you one way, they see you hand as a handicap or they see you one way. And you perform in another way, it irritates them. You mm. know, like you're performing too well from from my from my perception of you. You know what I'm saying? So I like to talk about that because, but you know, everybody don't think like that. You know, I'm just speaking of the ones who do do think like that. You know, and sometimes I be, you know, at a war with myself. You know, but it's really I'm really speaking the truth. It's just I'm not trying to categorize everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That'd be like, from my experience, that'd be the biggest. That'd be the biggest battle, the the the, the clash between you, you, you and yourself. Because yeah. like yeah. me, um, like seeing Skip spinning firsthand on is like 
it's that's exactly what it is. Like a battle, like it's a battle going on in your head twenty four seven, every second. Like uh, I'm mm-hmm. cool. Then you talking this person, like it just it just be a battle. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and like um, I know that you told me like you you um, you almost um lost your mother with this encounter. Can you get into a little bit little bit of that? Yeah. Um, when I had took the pill and came home, and I that's when I got home, I was really really out of it. So I knew who my parents and stuff was, but I just really couldn't just connect with them because I was afraid of them. Like it was, it's like I was in a world where I knew who they was, but then again, I didn't know who they were. So mm. it's like one night, you know, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was really struggling and battling with the devil, you know what I'm saying? Thoughts in my head. And it's like, he was really trying to convince me to do certain stuff that I, that I, that I just would have really regretted today, big time. Like, like a lot of, I don't, I, ne- I didn't talk about it for a while and I'm talking about it now, but I literally, I tried to poison my mom and I, I this is in my movie, like, because I was at, I was at my, my worst, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, it was either, I had, it's like I had God on one side of my brain and the devil on the other side. And I was like, right at, the, at that point, the devil was t- taken over and, you know, uh, a good thing. I'm glad. I thank God that it didn't happen. I didn't hurt her. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, just to look back on that helped me realize that, you know, because, I mean, let me get into this. Like, after all that happened and I came out of it, I, um, it's like I, 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 owe, I owe a debt to God. And I, I told him, I said, God, if when I was a bit, like, messed up, I said, God, if you help me get out of this. Give me my mind back. You know what I'm saying? If you give me my mind back, I I dedicate my life to helping people who struggle with this stuff. You know, so that's mm-hmm. where I'm at right now. Like I'm I'm going full throttle, just sticking to sticking to my word with God. You know. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's all right. Though. So like, you saying you start like you started on this journey to produce a movie nine nine years ago? Can you give some of the like? I know you talked about it for us the funding. Can you get some going to some of the more obstacles you face in trying to get funding and just yeah, <clears throat> yeah, locations uh, and all the different stuff with filmmaking. Yeah, I didn't really understand it at first. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't know nothing about filming because I was always writing. You know, and then uh, like I was saying, I was going to different Starbucks, passing out cards, trying to get people to fit, uh, fund it. I didn't know nothing about it, but you know, uh, you know. Like, yeah, back then I was just walking around and asking different people and stuff like that. And I was I was just visualizing. I was just visualizing. And it's like I just couldn't make I just couldn't get it to, to happen because I didn't have the budget. You see what I'm saying? The budget is a, it's a major thing in film. It's not it's not everything, but it's major. It depends, you know, depending on how big you're trying to go with it. But uh, the fun, I didn't have the funding. And, you know, what I'm saying. I'm a person back then, like I was so determined and dedicated to get my movie out. It's like I was uh, reaching out to different companies, Googling people and all this stuff. And they, man, they were like sending my uh, script out. I mean, sending my stuff out and they were just, I mean, I've gotten so many rejections, bro, that it's like, I just let it roll off me like water, bro. It's like, I still get them. I still get them. But now I'm, I'm in a path where I'm doing things myself. So it's like, I'm building myself up to the point where now I'm getting in position to where I can actually, you know, tell the person who called me and say, hey, well, we want to do business with you. And I can actually say, you know what, 
give me a day or two to think about it because I'm building myself up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I had yeah. to, I had to learn that because I for so long I was chasing and chasing and chasing, you know, my dream. And that came with, you know what I'm saying, a lot of inexperience of about the business and how it go and stuff, you know. So I was just getting a lot of rejections, you know. Hmm. Do you feel like some of these companies uh was there a time where you talked like negotiating with a company and you felt like they was taking advantage of you, or has that never occurred? No, no, I've never, I've never felt like they were taking advantage of me. I, I feel like, um, I feel like with the writing industry, I don't know too much about the movie industry, but the writing industry, I just got into the movie industry, but the writing industry, it's like, it's like this, you know, learn how things go. Because if you're a person that's trying to take the traditional route, like I am and get with a major publisher, you know, where they pay you an advance to, to work on your book and put out the next book, you got to do everything by the rules. You got to get mm. you an agent. You got to get you an agent. If the, and if that means get you an agent, that means that you got to sit in front of the computer or you got to find somebody to write you a good proposal that way you, they can they can get you in the door with a publisher. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, you just got to go by the, by, the, by the rules. But if you want to be independent forever, you know, you can just do it yourself and just buy a bulk of books and keep selling them but i don't want to take that route i really i always use this example i want to be you know what i'm saying i want to be basically another stephen king you know but i want to be larry smith the third you know and i want to mm-hmm. be on that level though you know and i feel like all these rejections i feel like it have it's happening because when i actually get there i'm gonna look back and say man Imagine if this was given to me, I probably wouldn't have got here. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't earn it. I want to yeah. earn it. You know? Yeah. I want to earn it. Yeah. I want to earn it. We ain't do it that way. Yeah. 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 Definitely. It hurts, though, boy. Them rejections, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> they hurt, bro. Nobody don't like to be rejected, but it always, sometimes it's always still a line in rejection. Yeah. Sometimes it might be one, what you needed at the time. So sometimes, yeah. like you said, you get it too fast, you ain't going to appreciate it. So, mm-hmm. Sometimes rejection lead it to the, just the right time, timing. Timing is everything. Especially, I don't care whatever you do, especially like writing, whatever you're doing, timing is everything. Because yeah. if it comes, like they say, something come right on time, that's probably what it is. I say that for something great. Yeah. Yeah. It builds character too. So, yeah. Really does. But like I said, um, a lot of people like chase the money and they mm-hmm. go in there, get in the deal they don't like, and now they're miserable. So, Mm. Yeah. 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 So you be tied down. So there's any um, cause I know you said Stephen King. Is there any other like, if you could work with somebody in the industry right now, who would you like to work with? Uh, you mean like the writing industry? Writing industry or film industry? Um, film. I mean, right. I start with writing industry. I probably, I probably would like to. Um, oh yeah, it's it's easy. I, you know. For the last five or six years, I've been, you know, following, you know, Oprah Winfrey with uh with her book club. And that's one of the major things that I'm 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 atta- approaching right now. And it's it's like one of those things, like you say, you know, uh timing, because I have to I gotta bring her to me. I can't go to her. She's got a big following, man. But I wanna make her book club. I, I got five books and I ultimately gotta write one that is that is gonna be appealing to her, you know what I'm saying, in some kind of yeah. way. 
And uh, but that is my goal as far as the writing industry, but not a film part. You know, the film part is more like uh, I'm just not getting started in it. So it's like uh, what I I started my own film company because I want to start filming uh, the movies on the books that I've written. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm doing that. So who I would like to probably work with, you know, it would probably uh, I would probably say maybe Spike Lee. I'll probably say hey, Spike that's Lee. dope right now. Oh, yeah, 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 I would I would like for Spike Lee to see one of my films, you know, and and just want to take it and get new get maybe get new actors and revamp the whole thing and and do it uh in the place where it happened at like my, for example, my movie that I just filmed the story took place in Las Vegas, you know, like let's go there. That's the type of mm-hmm. film I want to do. I want to go to the actual spot where it happened at and just set up and shoot, you know. Mm. Yeah, that'll be that'll be dope, right yeah. Cause really like you saying, like film to me, film and, and writing, book writing go hand in hand. Cause you yeah. need writers like it's something that it, it inspire one another. Like a book, mm-hmm. you might see a you might see a movie or a show that inspired a book. Uh, uh we see it all the time. Books, um, T V shows and movies are inspired by book books all the time. Like they go hand right. in hand with each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They might go to the different genres, and then they try to take their little, their little spit on it and turn it into something else. Cause they got a um, inspiration from a different genre in the movies or the writing um, industries. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but I didn't, I didn't mention though. But I'm finna take this film and I'm finna submit it into uh, this film festival called Indie Night Film Festival. It's a guy who owns it, Dave Brown, and uh, he got a two locations, one in uh in California and then one in Atlanta where they okay. where they host the, the festivals at. So I'm just gonna submit it and see what it do, man. I'm gonna submit it and see what it does and see what happens and just wait. Hey and that'll be dope. I'm pretty sure you're gonna get it like um speaking of your film like I just thought I see you had posted the premiere like um where where all it will be available to um well the premiere the, pre- the premiere was yesterday. The premiere yeah. we had the premiere at the at the theater in my in my hometown in my on my side of town at a uh at a theater over here and uh it went good man it was it was exciting man you know I had a lot I had a ball yeah I got everybody got to come out we we sold about thirty tickets you know the seat capacity yeah. was thirty five but we met we sold thirty tickets so that was like oh, man. Know, yeah, well, that was I a good. Oh, my website sold out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you can run with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Mm, that's powerful, right there, man. I know some days you wake up and you just look at where you came from and you look at where you at now. I know you could be proud. I am, man. I, you know, uh, just looking back. You know, just looking. Not that you mentioned, but looking back and then looking where I am right now. I still got a ways to go, but man, I've came a long way. I've came a long yeah. way. Yeah, a long way. Long you really way. did, but that, 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 your story, this is very inspiring though, because you, it's so many people who, who don't bounce back. It's so many people who, their story end right there. So your story keep keep on going and inspiring mm, other stories yeah. and showing yeah. other and showing other people like, oh, I can make it out of this, like. Mm-hmm. There, you, you, you pretty much saying a blueprint for somebody else. A lot of people, a lot of people out there, like for special yeah. skin friends. Like I said, I work in mental health. I, I see it almost mm-hmm. every day. A lot of people are like, I'll get stuck. 
just out of their mind, like didn't make it back. You you one of the lucky one, lucky one that made it out of it. And it's, yeah, it's it's, it's amazing, though. Yeah, and people be making permanent decisions off of a temporary feeling. I mean, I would just say if you feeling like you gotta go that route, why don't you just go ahead and take a chance at the hardest stuff in life before you even you think about you know the extremes. Mm-hmm. Cause you yeah. never know. Because people be like, they said people who ninety nine times do that, they regret it instantly if they survive or anything. So you might as well just take life, whatever's going through. You might as well face it head on, and you never know yeah. you get a better outcome. Cause you got another. If you get wake up every day, you got a chance. Every day is a different day. You got a chance. That's a blessing. You got a, you got a big. You got a point there. Yeah, majorly. You got a point. Yeah, but I say that because. Um, Depression is real. I know a lot of people go through depressions, and I can man. all feel with your stories and all that, man. Because trust me, I'm still like you said. I still got a ways to go, but looking back from the depression, mm-hmm. the dark days back in 2016 and 15, yeah, man, I came a long way too. And this is mm-hmm. talking to you, coming on this, coming on the podcast and everything. It's really it's good to know that I wasn't alone in a fight. So, no, nah, I appreciate you, you coming on. Oh yeah, Appreciate thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. You told us your story like it helps a lot of people. Like before we let you out of here, look, like um, can you tell our our viewers and our subscribers like where to find your book or what where the movie will be located and how to actually how to find you? Well, yeah, my uh, social media handles is uh, my Facebook is uh, Larry Smith the Third, and you'll see my uh, movie cover on there, and then my. Uh, my Instagram is author Larry Smith, you know, and, um, but yeah, my, most of my books, you can find them on walmart.com and you just type in my name, Larry Smith, the third, and they'll all come up. Yeah. All right. And then like one more thing, like, do you got a message for anyone or anybody who's going through something like special dealing with mental health? Do you got a uh, message for them? Yes, I do. <clears throat> I I do have a message for them. Uh, wh- whatever, who's ever listening to it, wh- whatever is going on right now, whatever's going on, just know that uh, I'm not promising that, you know, you're going to get better tomorrow. But if you just don't give up and just hang in there and fight, because it's going to be, it's brutal. It's really, it's not hard, it's brutal. But if you just hang in there, and just and just look for ways to, to find a solution because I you know my theory is if you got a problem and you don't deal with the solution you're stuck with the problem so mm-hmm. you got to find ways to get the solution you know and just uh, don't give up because you know I, I I say that because imagine when I was trying to take my life in 2004 if I'd took my life I wouldn't have I wouldn't do I wouldn't be doing none of what I'm doing today so you just mm-hmm. never know what's what's in your future you know like i i gotta say and i have to say this before we get out of here like uh i i have this saying because of what i'm doing now is that you never know the worst thing that ever happened to you could be the best thing that ever happened to you because mm. yeah. if, if it was that bad in your life why don't you take it and turn it into a positive do something make some shirts like whatever turn it into a positive you know what yeah. I'm saying? And and, and don't let people, yeah, yeah, don't let people talk you out of what God put in you. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm-mm. It's deep right though, bro. That's five one. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah, man. I hope y'all really um enjoyed this episode. Uh, I hope everybody got some from this episode because we really want y'all to be here. If you're giving out good energy and not hurting anybody, you trying to strive and do something, we really want you here. And you have everybody has untapped potential. You just got to go ahead and unlock it. So I want to thank Mr. Larry Smith for coming up here. The um the other side of the ecstasy is coming. Um, you said it's drop. When is it dropping? Um, yeah, uh, I had to actually. I was gonna put it on YouTube, but I'm actually just we just got through filming, so I'm I'm looking for like a distributor to put it on. I have to see who's gonna accept it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But basically, we're going. I'm shooting for Tubi. You know, it best. That's gonna be the oh, yeah. end goal. Yeah, Tubi. So yeah, yeah. Well, trust me. Trust me, we hey promotion. You need promotion. We got you, sir. Okay, that's that's what's up. I I definitely yeah, appreciate that. So, but nah, yeah. you got anything, um, Trev? Um, no, nah, like again, I want to appreciate you for reaching out and coming on. Like, you know, so this 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 message in this episode will need it for somebody. Y'all, I don't know who, but somebody need this, and then somebody need to hear hear this. Like, the story don't have an end where where you think it'll end. It can always Go on, you you be you you write your story like you the author of your story, so you don't you you write for where it won't end. You ain't God, nobody else writes your story but you. So whatever mm-hmm. you going through, you can make it through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. You um, you already did this plug. So you want me to just go ahead and sign out? Yeah. All righty. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a wonderful, wonderful episode of the Gentile Podcast. Thank you, Mr. Larry Smith, for coming on with us today. Oh, no and, problem, um, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate we got you, you, sir. So, as always, we in the jungle, baby. Good. <laughs> <laughs>